Welcome to Profits Affogato, a podcast all about growing a profitable business that pours over into your life. I'm your host, Sarah Verhayen, online entrepreneur, wife, and mom of two. I'm the owner of Marish Books, where we help small business owners grow their profits by embracing the number side of their business. It's our mission to make business and accounting more human. Whether you consider yourself not a numbers person or you think playing in spreadsheets is a fun time, you're welcome here. So pour a cup of coffee and join me for inspiration, stories, and action steps to create the life of your dreams and a business you love. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to be talking about a little bit more of the emotional side of money and particularly what to do when you're in a phase of ignoring your finances. So this can be translated into both business and personal finances, just anywhere really that there's money that you're managing. But the reason this episode came to mind to record was so when a new client is requesting more information to get a bookkeeping quote, I have a form that they can fill out to just kind of get an idea of where they're at, what they're needing, what their business is like. And there are some questions involving like, you know, what does your accounting look like right now? Is that adding stress to your life? What does that look like? And people get very vulnerable and honest in those questionnaires, which I am so honored that they feel trusting enough to share that information, especially before, sometimes before we've even gotten on a call. But I want to record this episode to first of all, normalize that everybody goes through this at some point in their lives. I think no matter the amount of dollars in your bank account, there's also always those thoughts creeping in of, I haven't looked in a while. I haven't been keeping up my budget, or maybe I haven't even started a budget. I just avoid it and kind of coast through life and, you know, ignore it basically until the time comes when you can't keep ignoring it. And sometimes There's some sort of event that comes up where you can't ignore it. Like, I don't know, maybe you're applying for a mortgage or something where you like, it's time to face your numbers and not only face them, but share them with somebody else. And of course, I want to put in here too, that this happens to me too. I am definitely not immune to this, even as a bookkeeper, CPA expert in business finances. And I have been doing our family budget for gosh, probably like seven years now and have been using YNAB or you need a budget. And this is not by any way sponsored. I just absolutely love it. I think it's the best household budget out there, budget app. And so I'll link that in the show notes below if you need a good option for your personal budget. But yeah, all that to say, even as a numbers person, I have been there. I maybe after a vacation or, you know, a busy season of life, like having a new baby and just your whole routine being thrown upside down. There could be a lot of emotion tied into logging back into those bank accounts, seeing how much you've spent, seeing if it's more than you expected and how to go from there. So that's all what we're going to. So all of that is what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to go through four steps to take next time you're in this kind of emotional state of avoiding your numbers. So the first one is to acknowledge the feeling. And this is one that's so easy to skip because you have to kind of analyze your feelings and think about your feelings and put a name on it. And it's so easy to just feel some sort of negative emotion and just shove it down like, oh, that shouldn't be here. I'm going to ignore it. 
I'm going to think about something else. And then of course you think about something else and you get distracted and the cycle continues for however many days or weeks or months, and you still haven't done the thing that you're avoiding. So next time you're feeling anything, really, I mean, practice it with anything. Next time you're feeling something, take a mental step back and say, okay, I'm feeling X. Is it fear? Is it fear of what you're going to find when you're logged in? Is it embarrassment or is it shame of, I know I shouldn't be spending this much, but I have, and I know I don't have that much money, but I've spent it. Is it some sort of feeling inadequate? What exactly, like just put a name on the feeling. And even if you don't know exactly what it is, just give it your best guess. Just give it a name and then tell yourself it's okay. It's okay to be feeling that way. It's normal. Everybody has feelings. Feelings are normal. It's okay to have feelings that are not happiness. So say, okay, I'm feeling scared of what I'm going to find. And then say, it's okay. You're safe. You're loved. You're okay. It's okay to feel scared. And then step two, once you've taken the time to name the feelings and feel the feelings and okay the feelings, I like to do some positive affirmations. So there are many versions of this, but I first started doing them while reading Fear is My Homeboy by Judy Holler, which I will put, I will link. And basically each, I think she says each day, but you write 10 I am statements. And so they can be anything. It can be related to money. It could be related, not related to money. But when it comes to money, it could be things like I am wealthy. I am abundant. I have plenty of money to save and invest and give away. Another option you could do, or in addition to this would be EFT tapping, just to kind of clear the negative energy, put you in that great mind space to tackle this. Because when you're in a better mind space, not only will it help you actually do the thing that you're avoiding, but when you do it, you'll be more creative and less judgmental as you dive in. So if you do see something that is less than favorable, you'll have better energy and more creativity in terms of what to do next. Okay. So now that we have done the first step, which is name the feeling and feel the feeling and okay, the feeling. And the second step, which is to somehow improve the energy, whether it's positive affirmations or EFT tapping or even meditation. The third step, it's time to just do it. I would say you can even make it a special event by like making a fancy coffee for yourself and, you know, just making it a little bit special. But by now, by doing all of these things, you should be pretty, pretty amped up and ready to go in a good way, (laughs) pretty excited almost even to just look at your numbers. Because if it is fear around it, either one or two, either one of two things is going to happen when you log in and look at the numbers. Either number one, it's not as bad as you were thinking, which great. Or number two, it is as bad or even worse than you were thinking. But the stress of not looking at it has weighed on you so much more than just the stress of what the numbers are. And so we'll get to that too. So number three is to sit down, log in, look at your numbers, do your bookkeeping, do your budget, whatever type of money we're talking about. And then while you're doing it, remember this, what you're looking at is just numbers on a screen. It's that abstract. It's it's a five or it's a one or it's a zero or it's this many commas or this many numbers. It's just digits on a screen. Any dollar amount you see isn't good or bad until you assign that judgment to it. One person could see $10,000 and think 
that's a horrible number. And one person could th- see $10,000 and think that's a fantastic number. So try to view it neutrally at first. And then if you do automatically, if you catch your mind giving it judgment, just question it and say, do you like that judgment? Do you agree with that judgment? Do you want to give it that judgment? Or is that just where your mind went kind of like without permission? So step three is just logging in and doing it. Step four is focus on the dollars that you do see, what you do have. Focus on what is working and also acknowledge what might not be working and what can be tweaked and then make plans to take action and get closer to your goals. And I really want you to take a minute to just acknowledge the incredible progress you've made already. I have next week, the episode coming out is what I would tell Sarah a year ago, which is what I ask the question of all my podcast guests. And think about that too, of what you would tell yourself a year ago and how much incredible progress you've made. And the fact, the fact is the version of yourself today is a version that you are probably dreaming about and wishing for in the past. Like look at everything you've done and imagine just how much more you can accomplish. And I will just add on here at the end, which is if not doing your bookkeeping is a consistent problem for you, just because you have trouble kind of gearing up and just sitting down and getting it done. Maybe you have too much other stuff on your plate that is valid. Like you're running a business you're probably doing a lot of it by yourself. If your bookkeeping is not getting done and or if you're avoiding it because of emotional reasons, hiring a bookkeeper is probably the number one way to work through this because you'll have somebody doing it for you guaranteed every single month. It won't fall behind. And two, your bookkeeper will help you celebrate these things. You'll see your numbers kind of whether you like it or not. I mean, I guess you could not open the email (laughs) delivering your financial reports, but your bookkeeper is going to point out like, look at how much you've done. This is fantastic. And to extents that you might have not even realized when you do your own bookkeeping, it's so hard to kind of see the big picture when you're the one in the details getting your bookkeeping done. But if you're not quite ready to hire a bookkeeper, I will link my small biz starter kit in the show notes. And it's a fantastic, very highly rated resource to do your own bookkeeping. It's very simple so that you don't have to worry about logging into QuickBooks or any sort of fancy accounting subscription. And dare I even say it's even pretty, which makes it fun to do. So check out those resources in the show notes below, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Profits Affogato podcast. For all the links mentioned in the episode, check out the show notes. And as always, I'd love it if you find me on Instagram at Marish Books, screenshot the episode, and tag me in your stories with your favorite takeaway. 